guys. Welcome back to Kampai Sugai Podcast. Um, I don't know if my, my wife just switched to you, but you, oh, <laughs> you, you could be throwing up a shotgun. That's fine. It is completely fine. That's fine. Um, for our listeners, you don't know who this is because um, you're just hearing a voice right now. You're not seeing anybody. Yes. <laughs> it's like ASMR kind of. Yeah. I could, I could do that later. Who's, who's that person? Depends well, how much we drink. No. Well, depending on... Well, they might have read the title already, so they already know. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, for people that are watching... You know, we have a really special guest today. Someone that I actually met when I was doing Talk Story podcast, and we've always talked about doing an episode together. Um, it's been, uh, yeah, it, it's pre-COVID, pre-COVID, yeah, uh, which is pretty crazy, yeah. you know, because um, so much has changed, so much has changed. But I am really happy to bring this guy on in the new rebirth of the podcast. And <laughs> yeah. it's not really a rebirth; it's more of a Re something, rebrand, rebrand. Yeah, thank you for the word. You're welcome. <laughs> rebrand of the podcast. Um, he's gonna show us some some tricks today. <laughs> some some very interesting tricks. Okay, <laughs> but this guy's a practitioner. He's a uh, he's been in the media, the entertainment business for a long time. Um, in the behind behind the scenes, in the shadows, but he's he also likes to be in front of the camera too. So. This is pretty cool that I'm bringing him on the show. I, got, I, I want you guys to give a round of applause and raise your glass to Mr. Kahi Tobasa Lima. I'll raise to them as well. Aloha, aloha, aloha. Good to be on. Finally. Right? Tobasa Lima? Tobasa Lima. Tobasa Lima. Yeah, yes. All right. Good to oh. be on, finally. Kampai. Salud. Kampai. You say salud. Salud. Yeah. yeah, salud. Salud is a good one. Yeah, I, I had a I had a brain fart the last podcast because they were like, oh, what what do we um, what is the Filipino way of saying? So, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is embarrassing because I'm half Filipino and I should know this. You're more Filipino than me. I'm only twenty five percent, but it's because I'm around the culture. But anyways, that's yeah. well, well, I was I drank a little bit, so you know. okay, but okay. he didn't. Okay, he, he was non alcoholic. I was alcoholic that episode, so he didn't drink anything. He he drank water. He drank water, and okay. I and I, I had a fruit punch beer. <laughs> that doesn't sound. That doesn't sound. Good. It was it was a little strange, but I like fruit punch, so I bared with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's how we do. That's how we do over here. All right. Okay. I'm about to find out how we do. <laughs> how you guys do over here? I can't say we yet. <laughs> no, we'll, we we can okay, say we. Okay, we can we, say we. Yeah, all right, all right, know. all right. Okay. Um, first off, how, how's it been? I mean, you look like you lost quite a bit of weight, actually. I, you look you look good. You actually look not like like thin, but you, you look. Like there's more muscle mass. Yeah, you know what I mean? uh, it's it's been good. I think like a lot of us, we well, I can't speak for. Uh, let me just speak for me. I, mm-hmm. I kind of got comfortable and lazy during the whole COVID thing. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of excuses <laughs> not to work out. Um, I tried to do those push-ups and air squats and sit-ups in the beginning of COVID, mm. and that worked out for about a month maybe, mm-hmm. and then kind of got bored. But um, I gained a lot of COVID weight. Okay, uh, maybe like forty pounds. So this, a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And there okay. was kind of a point. So this is actually the third time I kind of got out of shape and then hit a point where I'm like, all right, it's happening again. I think mm. we got to stop it now or it's going to kind of get out of control. So that <laughs> right. was in uh, January. Okay. Uh, I weighed myself. I was 236. And that was kind of my, my point where I kind of looked at myself in the mirror again and I was like, Okay, it's time to kind of take the dieting thing serious. It's time to kind of take the workout thing serious again. Mm-hmm. And this is when, I, I forget what the level was, but when gyms started opening up again. So okay. 
it was a perfect time for me to kind of get back, get active again, get rid of the excuses and kind of get back in the shape. So now I weigh, I'm like 200 pounds now. So from January mm. to it's December, it is December. So a whole year, almost wow. 36 pounds. Uh, I lost in about a year. Hey, you know what? That gets, that gets another <laughs> round of applause. All right. Play the sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, it's going to be the, the, the applause in the background. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So, why, why, why did you gain all that COVID weight? Is it just because is it like a complacency, kind of just getting into that mold where it's like, what am I, what am I supposed to do right now? Because you know, a lot of people during COVID, they actually did, did something else. They actually, you know, lost a lot of weight instead. You know, kind of a. It's because I was already out and active. Mm. I was already out. I was training. I was going to the gym. So. I guess I fall into the other side of the spectrum to where they took all of that away. Mm. So I can either go outside and run around the block X amount of times and do mm. some push-ups, or like you said, complacency. Mm. I got lazy. Um, I just kind of lost track. You mm. know, mm. it went from being free to kind of be, being in this. Hey, we're on lockdown. You guys can't leave the house. Mm. You can go to the store. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So it, it was an interesting place mentally mm-hmm. to be. But I think. Another thing that kind of came out of that is I got to learn more about myself in a way that uh, if that COVID or lockdown didn't happen, I wouldn't have been able to kind of like self-reflect and really think about life. And so there was a lot of things that happened outside of me getting kind of out of shape. Mm. I got I got kind of uh, stronger mentally, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a it's it was interesting that last year. Mm. Yeah, and you're already a strong mental guy already so <laughs> yeah, strong yeah, mental yeah. I, I don't the, know if i said that good. <laughs> that just means i've i've been through things and, yeah. and we're still here so that, that yeah yeah thank you for that <laughs> and i mean i mean we we instantly click when i first met you because i were i mean you're older but technically mm-hmm. we're around the same age so yeah. you yeah. know we we've been around like the church scenes yeah of course serving a lot i think we really connected on our talk with like about serving yeah. and um, for me, I remember I was, I was saying like, you know, I got burnt out, you mm-hmm. know, especially from doing it for like 10 years yeah. of doing it now doing it now outside of serving, I'm doing stuff like this. I'm still pretty active, you know, which okay. is, which is pretty interesting. I never thought I was going to be this active, you know, and there, I mean, you got to be exposed to, to things to see how you show up, mm. you know what I mean? Going back to the serving and all that. And it's not that it's not what it seems mm-hmm. in order for you to really, to see and experience what that's like, you, you have to do it yourself. Mm. You know, you got to be there. You got to be active. It doesn't just, not just in regards to church, just anything. Yeah. You got to get that firsthand experience mm-hmm. to really walk through that and inform your own opinion or a fact. That's why we connected because we we're like, hey, this is what we did yeah. and this is our thoughts. Hey, oh, you feel the same. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you know, and that was in, uh, where were we, Waikele. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were just having lunch in Waikele. Yeah. Was it at, was that at Safeway? Oh, well, it was right was outside Safeway. Was Safeway even there? Safeway was there. Okay. Because I remember the food trucks, but yeah. we didn't go to the food trucks. We, we had the sandwiches from Safeway. Okay. I believe. And there was those umbrella chairs outside. Yeah, the umbrella chairs. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because I parked by Starbucks, walked down. For yeah. those of you guys who know the Waikale area, yeah. walk, park by Starbucks, walk down. But if you're, you know, you're from the mainland and you're coming and visiting, you know, then... Uh, across from the outlets, you guys would know where the outlets are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's across the street. So I'm from the west side. We're yeah, we're on the east side right now. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what do you think about the the food trucks over there? Because I I actually just tr- started trying out 
kind of more cuisine on that side just because, you know, I mean, winter side is, is so limited these days. So. It depends what you're craving or what you're hungry for. The quality is, is decent. I only say decent because I've traveled, I've tasted authentic Mexican food. Mm, Not mm-hmm. Chamorro food. There's a Chamorro. I don't know if it's still there, but there's a Chamorro food truck over there. I haven't tried it. Okay. But there's a Korean place. Uh, and there's a pizza. No, the pizza place is gone. Yeah. So there's really, yeah, yeah. There's only like a, uh, a Spanish place. Where you can get tacos and stuff. So they're, so they're okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, they're not uh, West Coast, California, but they're they're pretty decent for here. Mm-hmm. Korean food's okay. Um, I think that's it. There's there's like two other ones. I, can't I, remember. I mean, there's Malasadas there too. Oh, those ones. So those mm-hmm. ones, you're talking about by the freeway. By the freeway. I'm over here thinking by the outlets. Oh, okay. So the, there's the ones on the side by the outlets. Yes. But yes. the one you're talking about is by the Lechon. Yeah. The, the Hawaiian food. The pet store. By Petco. Yeah, by Petco. So I haven't really gone over there. But oh, of course, really? Malasadas is always good. You can't really go wrong with yeah. Malasadas. But I think if you really want like good food, go to the outlets. Go to the outlets. And there's a reason why they're there. Okay. That's all location, 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 right? So Interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, do you know why they like separate like that? Or is it just because they well, have to pick their spots or they're just like... Oh. The original one was the one by the outlets. Okay. I think what maybe management saw that hey there's all these parking stalls by the fence that you can see going uh, h1 that mm-hmm. hey maybe we could just use this to make a little food truck thing and that's probably what they did but mm-hmm. the original one was the uh the outlets, the outlets. by the way yeah the outlets. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah okay yeah because i remember um i mean i don't want to say back in the day because i'm not that old but okay. but um, what is back in the day but back in the day yeah maybe like Let's say like five, six years ago. Okay, I don't remember too far back. I don't, I don't remember too many food trucks being around that area. Just, just more so, um, just food, food venues too. Even at the the Waikeli outlets, I don't remember too many. It's it's just those food trucks. I just remember those food trucks. But those are one of those things. If you know, you know, because they're all the way in the back. Mm. They're in the back of the parking lot, mm. and they're, I think they're specifically targeting uh, tourists, shoppers, and all that stuff. That's why it reflects in the price. So you're gonna pay a little more. Mm-hmm. Right, but that's where they started off at was mm-hmm. in the back of that place. I think they tried to reach out more to the local side because it's it's free marketing, right? You see it all the time. Yeah. You're driving there, oh, there's food trucks over yeah. there, hey, we go. <laughs> and it's right by the cutoff too. So it's super smart uh, from a marketing standpoint. So it's like, hey, you know, that makes sense because when you're doing a road trip and a lot of the signs, they people pay for those those big signs, the like billboards, oh, yeah, Denny's, you know, yeah. next right or. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, hey, yeah, yeah. make a D's, man, yeah. on the two rates, you know, so on, on a marketing standpoint, I, I know what you mean by that, because it's right there, yeah. you can see it right off the freeway, so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a smart move from, from a business mm. standpoint, it's definitely a smart move mm-hmm. on them, and then they also have uh, First Fridays over there, they do like a farmer's market, a bunch of food trucks come oh. out, so if, I don't know if you knew that. Okay, I didn't so know that. First yeah. Friday, maybe next month or whatever, First yeah. Friday, go check it out. They got a lot of different vendors um, at the Waikato hey, Well, place. good thing we have this recorded because I might want to look back and say, hey, first yeah, Friday. Yeah, go look, yeah, go, <laughs> go look back at that because it's good. We, we go. We go every every first Friday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you for the tip. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> you know, Kahi with the tips over here, man. Hey, we, uh, just get out. I just go out there. <laughs> I go explore. You know, that's, that's all it is. Like I said, practitioner, explorer. This guy, he's, he gets around, man. <laughs> I get out. And I stay active. Entertainer? Uh, you know, I, guess, I guess it just happens naturally. It's not like I'm, I try to be that way. That's true. <laughs> I think it, it's just who I am. Yeah, yeah that's true. Real, real good entertainers are just 
people who are naturally that way. Like yeah. Kevin Hart's always been that way, you know. Yeah. Um, all, all the all the top guys you see, they're just strong personalities, but they're also open, funny, they're social. Mm. So, I think a lot of that comes from like life experience too. Maybe their mm. stories they had back in the day. Maybe their father was really funny. I mean, yeah. with Kevin Hart. Yeah. I mean, I remember he would talk about his dad being on um, on drugs, but okay. I mean. <laughs> But he made that into. But he a, made that into a joke, right? I mean, yeah. it's something that's super negative. But mm. I mean, the fact that you know, I don't, I don't want to say the joke because <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is a raunchy podcast. but yeah. that one's a little bit too raunchy. Wait, hold on, it's a raunchy podcast? Well, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I mean, it could be. I'm just, I'm just putting a disclaimer <laughs> out there just in case okay. people okay. go, "Hey, that's too raunchy," you know? Okay, okay. Because, but I'm just gonna say, yeah, this is a raunchy podcast. But I, I think the not. great thing about we, the example that you just mentioned is that along with entertainment. Uh, there's also a form of, of leadership mm. in a sense where, hey, you know what, his dad, this is his upbringing. And mm-hmm. I can relate to this because my upbringing was, you know, kind of rough and all mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. we made, at some point in our lives, we made a decision to take this experience and do good with it mm-hmm. or allow, allow ourselves to become victims of so-and-so experience. So mm-hmm. the super ultra successful people you see who have also been through struggles figured out a way to leverage these experiences to help kind of elevate them to that level yeah you know what i mean true. and that's kind of going back to the whole covid thing lockdown and kind of re reevaluating my life mm-hmm. and and learning more about myself i i really got into like i mean we call it self-help the tony robbins and all that stuff yeah. but like there's real value there mm-hmm. if you really take the time to to read these books to i mean we don't have to, we don't even have to read books nowadays we can go on youtube there's a bunch <laughs> of good resources out there but audio books there's audio audio books, book you right? didn't have to you could just lay it on and somebody could read to you in whatever <laughs> accent you want to you know it's like there's it's no like ex- <laughs> there's no excuse nowadays to not better yourself whether it's in a professional realm or just mm-hmm. the value that you bring to life mm-hmm. you know and, and that's that's kind of my that's not kind of, that, that is my goal now that's my target is to be somebody of value mm. that's that's who i'm striving who i'm building to be now mm. you know so covid i'm thankful for the lockdown because without that it wouldn't have uh i guess accelerated my journey my mental journey yeah to kind of to, to make you a super saiyan you know to, yeah I mean? to be a super saiyan to yes be a super saiyan exactly we were in the hyperbolic chamber <laughs> for it's almost what is it almost two years when when was 2019 2019 no 2020 well 2020 was covid but i mean you you've been in the hyperbolic time oh okay okay us yeah yeah yeah. right yeah you've been in the hyperbolic time chamber for a long time he's man okay okay. you've been training i've been training yeah 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 Yeah, training well (laughs) physically you've been training with jujitsu but also you know mentally yeah um we we can talk about jujitsu because I <laughs> yeah let's, let's get into this so okay <laughs> I want I want to bring this guy on the show because um well first of all I want to show I wanted him to show me uh proper technique for you know rare naked chokes uh, for people that are listening you 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 just need to see the the actual um, but I will articulate it in the best way that I can sure I, I'll probably hold the mic if you when when you show but but we'll, we'll get into it first. okay okay yeah I was like well, let's not jump straight yeah, into we'll, the we won't jump okay straight good into okay it. I was yeah. like okay all we'll, right. we'll ease into it if you have to stretch you can stretch <laughs> no I'm good I'm ready. <laughs> 
Oh, you're ready? I'm, no, I mean, not, not to ready. choke you. No, ready, no, no. Ready. I'm just, <laughs> ready to put me asleep. I'm just always prepared. <laughs> that, that, yeah, you're just always prepared. But okay. Yeah, that's you, good. Yeah, that's a good mentality. That's always what self-defense prepared. is. You always, you always ready. Not that's because good. you need it, but if you need it, you have it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the self-defense mentality. <laughs> I actually, you know, so I'll I'll talk about mine. So like during okay. COVID, uh, you know, I there's there's a few things I wanted to kind of try because, mm-hmm. um, well, one because I. I just thought it was, you know, good to just kind of learn more self-defense and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, this is before I broke my leg. Oh, so, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I actually been pro- uh, doing boxing, practicing boxing and stuff nice. like that. Um, kickboxing. I got, I'm, I've been getting better with my um, you know, hip, ro- hip rotation. Okay. okay. Yeah. The torque. Um, uh, I've been, uh, shout out to Israel Adesanya. You know, I've been, I've been <laughs> looking up. I, I've been, I've been practicing. My wife knows. I've been practicing his <laughs> His, he does a question mark kick okay. into a, a right punch. Oh, okay. Right? Wait, hold on. That's so, second part. Okay. So he because he, he does that in his fights. He actually did that in the Gaslam fight, which Gaslam was able to you know dodge everything. But he does this this really interesting kick. He does two um, uh, leg kicks, but he looks okay. straight forward. Yeah. And then he does a question mark kick where he looks down at the at the leg at the at the leg, but then he he goes for the high. And then he goes for the right punch. But is it when you say two kicks, is he throwing two leg kicks with the lead leg, or is he going left, right, and then is he going question mark? Just, just the rear, just okay, the rear leg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes for the the third kick is the the question mark. So he baits, baits. By yeah. the time he throws, so he's th- we're getting technical right now, but yeah, yeah. it's because I appreciate technique. So he throws yeah. two from the back leg. Yeah. The third one could because for those just of you to guys, train it, just to you know. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Right. If you guys don't know what a question mark kick is, it's you're kicking exactly as the question mark looks. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. So you're starting low, you're going high. Mm-hmm. So he's baiting the low so that he can hit you he hit, on the hit high. With the high. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Into the right hand. Yes. Or and left hand. Or right hand after. Okay. Okay. Because he he leans into it. So he, he does the question mark kick, then he leans into the right hand. Bro, you've been practicing that? I've been practicing it. I can show you after. <laughs> but, I, I, but I'm but I'm <laughs> I've been bad with the um the, I, I gotta I maybe I gotta stretch a little bit to do more of the high kicks. Yeah. You know, to the head. Then again, my um well shout out to Bobby Santos. Bobby okay, we were just talking about we'll, him. We'll talk about Bobby Santos a little bit. That's yeah. my um practice. My practice. He he'll be he'll be showing up very soon or <laughs> if he hasn't already. I'm actually gonna make some videos. Um I'm actually <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm talking about this way in advance because I'm actually I'm thinking about in the future. In the future, in the future, right? This yeah. is we're we're recording in December. Yeah. Even though this is gonna come out in January. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I'm gonna make some skit videos. So Bobby Santos, you know. Yeah. Shout um, out to him. Yeah. yeah. Be beating him up. BS. All, yeah. all this time. Apparently. Yeah. yeah he t- he <laughs> takes it, man. He, he takes, <laughs> takes it on the shins, the arms. Now he he just has shoulders. Well, yeah, and, and he has a strong core. Strong that's sternum. A, yeah. Yep. And yeah. that guy got a solid head, man. I mean. Did you ever accidentally? kick the bottom part i i did well no i didn't accidentally it was it was on purpose just okay. to, just for technique you know okay, what i mean cool but i i didn't like kick it and then you know like oh that that hurts okay you know? that's I, why I, have, I say i have good self-awareness <laughs> good i say accidentally because i mean for people who train accidents happen right mm. we're practicing on the dummy we're going boom boom mm-hmm. boom and then we miss the pad and we hit the the bottom part i've done it so okay. it hurts yeah oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts I, the, there was only one accident I did, so I, I, I was practicing that combo, and actually I, I missed with the right hand, so I extended it and it hurt my elbow. Actually. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh. So you threw it hard and it kind of like it, yeah. jerked a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But I, I was kind of doing it at the end of my workout too, so I was 
it was he was already tired already huh? yeah he was okay. sore so i had to ice it down but it, it was good to, okay it was good after that but that, that's been my thing oh my wife and i have been doing this class with um sifu nate he's on instagram okay uh his, his real name is uh nathan young right nathan young is it? I, I think that's his last name i'm well, sorry shout out sifu nate yes shout out to sifu nate um he does he does Wing Chun, but we've mm. been doing we've been doing stuff with uh, Kali Eskrima sticks. No way, dude. Yeah. So my family. Okay. One, one, I don't know how much families. I mean, I think there's like three families <laughs> how much here. Families? Okay. I mean, sorry, I don't know how much families. <laughs> so back in the day, so my grandpa's a grandmaster. Oh, okay. In Kali. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm also trained in Kali. We never actually talked about this. This was unplanned. Oh, we should. We should. Okay. I should so it's called Toboso School of Kali Eskrima, um, and I've been tra- I trained in that since I was 16. It's just because we're in the family, so naturally, mm. you know, we kind of do it. I stepped away from that mm-hmm. maybe when I was like 22. But it's it's funny that you mentioned Kali, okay, as if we couldn't relate on more things. Yeah, I, I also have a background in Kali. Oh my god! By family association. This is gonna be a crazy after podcast because we're we're yes, gonna dude. we might get into I it. <laughs> I don't know how much more uh, beverages we have, but yes, yes. But yeah, we, uh, my wife and I have been, been taking a class with him. He, he's been teaching us some techniques. So we, we've been doing like the, we did the, the 12 count. We okay. did uh, three different 12 counts. Okay. I'm, I, know f- I know up to 12. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we, we've been doing the, the block attack drills. But the, it's like a five count. Sagan a la contra over here. Boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside, you know, outside, with the hands, counter. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Dun, you know. Bro. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. I'm so excited right now. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I only say this because... So, the thing about Kali is okay. it's one. It, it's really one of those underground things where if you know, you know. Mm. And you can't fully appreciate it unless you've done it yourself. Mm. You know, until you have the stick. And then... I mean, stick translates to empty hand, which is why it goes hand in hand with Wing Chun and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that I can talk about Kali with you. Okay. Uh, now, out of all people, I could talk about it with you this now. Awesome. Yeah. Because there is just a level of, of appreciation that you know it, you train it, mm. you got first hand experience. So thank you for training, bro. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's, it's really fun. I mean, it's, it's good. I like the momentum, the fluidness yes. of it. Uh, especially the you know the back and forth i like mm. the back and forth yeah um we just got into doing using bolt sticks okay but but we've been just doing the hand the, the check yeah you know and then um you, you know the one i the do other hand. i do prefer one open <laughs> hand just because i'd rather be able to use it mm. i i didn't get to the level of mastery so my cousin is the one who's carrying on the legacy of the Tobosa Kali Eskrima. Okay. Uh, Chastin, shout out to Chastin. Okay. So he's doing a lot of things, super connected. We, I used to go to tournaments, you know, so it's a real tight-knit group. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys who we used to fight each other in the tournaments, we actually trained together jiu-jitsu. Okay. So, I mean, we live on an island. Yeah. You know, it's a small island. Obviously, we're going to run into people we know. But <laughs> in regards to that realm, mm-hmm. being able to share the mats with him, uh, his name's Rod, mm. being able to share the mats with him and have that kind of background in it, is, is something that's really unique and really cool to do, hmm. you know. So keep training. It, it's definitely something that's super beneficial. Um, I haven't done it in a while, so. <laughs> okay, so so when I visit you in Vegas, I'll, I'm bringing the sticks. Bring the sticks, I'm or I'll just ha- I'll probably have sticks there. Yeah, well, well, well I'll bring I'll bring sticks just in case. But, Can you bring uh, sticks on a plane? I'm just this is a random question. Pro- probably, I'll just say maybe they're um, 
they're they're used for a tent or something. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. There's a lot of different sticks out there. Yeah. There's a lot of different sticks. I just I won't say it's a weapon. I'll just say maybe it's to line my bag. You know, make it and keep it sturdy. Keep it sturdy, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, <laughs> TSA or something. Yeah, anyways, uh, don't take any of these ideas serious. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah it's a raunchy podcast, like I said. <laughs> so you did Kali, you did Wing Chun, boxing. I didn't do Wing Chun. But oh, you didn't do Wing Chun. I just okay. did boxing We and then Kali sticks so far. So Okay, and you know, the great thing about that, that all kind of intertwines mm. uh, when you hit a certain, when you understand it at a certain level, all the moves are similar. Mm. And and you'll get to that point. You keep training, you, you'll see it. You'll see the similarities. Yeah. I, one thing I so one thing I've noticed about like for boxing and then collie sticks is the center line. Yep. So with with collie, you try to go for angles, and you yep. wanna you wanna try to get off the center line, and then you attack them from a, a different yep. angle. But for boxing, it's it's a lot of pivots. Yeah. If you have good foot movement, and then you you go and you you try to get different angles but you're it's always about the center line where you're where yeah. you're attacking and where you're blocking and and that's why your job is so strong too you're only able to throw big angles because i i throw my job straight or mm. not me but the reason why they teach you to throw your job straight mm-hmm. is because you, your eyes can't necessarily see how fast it's going so if i throw my job here mm. right you're just going to see boom but by that time that's why it's one two yeah right? so i can throw my two because my one set my two up so it's drilled in me because my uncle always used to tell me, jab, 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 jab. Everything mm. comes off of the jab, mm. right? So it's 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 easier to set up a punch instead of just going haymaker, 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 haymaker. Yeah, <laughs> I I like there's there's this one combo I've been I've been doing um, uh, two jabs to the body yeah. and then a three, three to the head. Oh, is so it like an overhand? Because you're going boom boom. I'm thinking it, it overhand. kind of kind or like of more of a hook. I'm, it's more of a hook. Okay. It's a three, so it's. Okay. Um, the other one I like doing is a, a two, two to the body and then two to the top. With your power hand. Yeah, my power hand. Two to the body and two to the straight, top. Straight, straight. Oh. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about training. So I got into training in MMA uh, 2009. So this mm. is when kind of UFC was just becoming more uh, more aware to the public, I mm. guess you could say. And fighting MMA was a kind of a big thing here. Yeah, uh, in 2009, that's when they used to have Destiny MMA at level fours, mm. um, and everybody, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> every, yeah, so everybody kind of had their own oh, garage team. Right. If you weren't training at Bulls Pen or O2 and all these other gyms, everybody kind of had their garage team. Oh, so that's I, so true. I had a garage team, oh, right? Oh my god! Shout out Island Rebels. Um, that was back in the day, dude. So oh, we trained in a garage. You know, we're we just wanted to be MMA fighters. Mm. You know. And there was the guys who kind of did it to be. It was a cool thing to do, mm, you know. To be mm-hmm. so that's where I started my MMA journey. Was there, and it kind of goes into jujitsu. Yeah. But I started my MMA journey there. I never did fight MMA. I never fought in the ring, so I can't mm. speak on that. I can only kind of speak from the training jujitsu side of it. Mm. And um, I kind of fell more into like the the coaching, the the supporting, yeah. you know, the cornering. I cornered a lot of fights for my friends yeah. and. Uh, I was in the environment, mm. <laughs> so it was definitely an interest, uh, interesting experience, especially during that time because more people were doing it. Mm. You know, more people were garage training compared to now, where you almost need and you see it on the biggest stage, UFC, mm-hmm. right? Before, if you're super strong in jujitsu, jujitsu, it showed. You know, and not mm. not everybody was well rounded where they could do everything. You have to be able to do everything, but now 
it's like the level of of, of skill is so high now mm. right so that's why mm-hmm. you can't just garage train anymore you can't just go fight and call up your friends hey we go fight in the ring next week you can't <laughs> yeah. do that anymore because the the level of athleticism and yeah and the skill, knowledge it's high bro. yeah it's it's way higher the floor is so high man yeah you, you Okay, so speaking on that before we get to jujitsu, because mm-hmm. this will lead into it. <clears throat> I will talk about the the Dustin Poirier um, Charles Oliveira fight. Okay, never saw it. You didn't saw I it? I didn't watch it. Okay, so I watched um, Jake Paul though. I know that's kind of a meme, ooh, but that's a, <laughs> ooh. Anyways, we can talk about that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, shout out to Tyron Woodley, man. <laughs> Bro, they were so Ty Quill over there. Let's yeah. hey, shout okay. out to Ty Quill. We'll save yeah. that. We'll save that one. We'll save that one. We'll, we'll save that one. Yeah. I was really imp- well. Well, you didn't see the fight, but that's, yeah. that's okay. Okay. So initially, who who do you think would who's gonna win that fight? From Oliveira, Oliveira and and Poirier. I'm with Oliveira. Me too. Did he win? He did win. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Oh, he yeah. did win. Oh. It's almost like okay, yeah, <clears throat> and the, and the reason why is um, so like no 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 bashing on Dustin. Dustin's a a great. He is. He's a fantastic fighter. He is. The thing about Oliveira is, he he wasn't just like a jujitsu guy. He kind of brought everything together. I mean, mm. when I fought, when I seen him fight, uh, Ferguson. Okay. That's when I knew I was like, well, this guy's going for it. You know what I mean? To be fair, Tony's been in the game. A while, and not to take anything away yeah, from him. Not to take anything away from him. But over you know? time. Age gets to you. Yep. You know, you're not as sharp. You're not as, as fast. You're not as strong. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the newer guys are always going to... Eventually, I don't, I don't want to say always. Yeah. The newer, younger guys are eventually going to overtake you. But mm-hmm. shout out to Tony. Yeah. yeah. So, when, when I saw that, I, I, was, I was thinking... I thought Ferguson was going to just floor Oliveira, mm-hmm. right? But then, when I saw that fight, I was like, oh, this, this guy who... He's kind of had up and down, you know. He lost the Holloway, yeah. you know what I mean. He, yeah. He's had some some hard times in the UFC, but he he brought it back. And you he know pushed I mean? through, right? He, he pushed made it through. through. And then even in this last fight, it was kind of a story of his whole career. Like he he was getting beat up in the first round. Yeah. He comes back in the second round, third round, he goes and submits. You know, you know I mean? going with that, I love that they show the backstory where mm. they came from, what they went through. This kind of goes through what we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Like, he overcame all that stuff. It was Brazil, I think. They yep. lived in, like, this one bedroom, oh, yeah. right? And yeah. it kind of sharing the same the same beds, the same meals. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like it's almost like you've seen this story multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. So, that I means that kind of says that struggle kind of breeds success if you know how to leverage it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's poetic in a way. You know it I mean? is. It's a beautiful thing. But he's he's super successful now. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. You know, he's, he's enjoying it, right? Mm-hmm. Solid. I mean, a lot of people, they always say, like, oh, Oliveira gives up and stuff like that. But honestly, if you had an up-and-down career like that and you're mentally strong to just keep pushing to There's to nothing get a, that can even... Exactly. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm not sure if that's probably the way in jiu-jitsu that's the mentality they teach. But I, I will say um, for, for Charles, he was yeah. able to persevere. Yeah. So we can lead that into jiu-jitsu <laughs> okay. now. Okay. All right. So with jujitsu, how how did you get into it first of all? So going back to I started training MMA first. Yeah. So originally I'm in, I was a uh, training MMA mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. Um and then I I was driving by a uh, Costco in Waipio and okay. there was this sign, "Hey, MMA training." Da 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 da. So it was down the road from Costco in Waipio and this was uh, United MMA. 
Uh, for those of you guys who watch mm. 1FC, that's Angela mm-hmm. Lee, Christian Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget her husband's name. but So this was before they were world champs. This is when they Bruno were... Bruno Pucci. Bruno, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pucci, yeah. I so good, you know them. Name. Yeah. So before they were who they are now today, mm-hmm. that's when they were, I think, in middle school. I, I think they're in oh, middle school. Wow. So they're in middle school at the time. <laughs> okay. So I come into this gym and I'm wearing my Kali shirt, right? Because I'm like, okay, martial oh, arts. Awesome. I don't know okay. what else to wear. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because from from a, a standpoint of respect for the dojo, mm. you don't wear another. Yeah, right. right. But that's all. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I walk into the gym, right? It's a little small corner this office. Awesome. I mean, they're big now. They got their own place. But it was at the time, it was a little small corner office. I walk in, kind of, hey, I kind of got some self-defense. <laughs> hey, how's it going? My name's Kali. I introduced myself. Mm-hmm. Coach Ken, he's like, hey, just jump in. Let's get you, you know, let's get you going. Mm-hmm. So my first class, I'm training. We're doing some drills and that. And then at the end of class, that's when you kind of do like live sparring. Okay, mm. let's practice what we drilled. And I would never, ever forget this moment for the rest of my life because this is what started me on my jiu-jitsu, uh, my jiu-jitsu journey. Mm-hmm. Um, this little Asian stocky guy, Mini Hulk, his name's Jared. He, I think he's still there. Okay. Okay. He's, I think he's like 135 pounds. Okay. Right? So just to kind of give you guys a visual for those of you guys who aren't watching, mm. I'm, I'm about... I'm six feet at the time. I was probably two twenty, right? Jared's maybe five seven. Sorry, Jared, I don't know if you're shorter or taller. Maybe oh, five, five seven. One. He's shorter. He has like five seven. He's just like short and stocky. Oh, okay. okay, so we're rolling, right? He catches me in an armbar, right? I tap. He does it over and over and over and over mm. and over. And I'm just like, what? What's going on? Mm. I don't know what's happening. I don't know how to grapple. But anyways, that's what started my jiu-jitsu journey. And that's how I was like, okay, whatever's happening here, I need to learn it. Mm. So since then, I stuck with it. I've been through a lot of different schools, Alliance. Uh, I went to UFC. I did United MMA, mm-hmm. uh, Mad Tiger. Um, most of the schools on the island, I've, I've trained at. Mm. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. for, most, for the most part, I've been to, to uh, uh, most of the schools on the island. And now, officially, I'm a purple belt. Because I've been on and off training uh, since 2009. Okay. Um, and now I train at uh, Jeremy Nita's place, uh, Trickster Gym, out in Kapolei. Mm. So that's that's kind of the background of my jiu-jitsu journey. Went, started in MMA and stuck with jiu-jitsu. Yeah. <laughs> Have you done tournaments? I've, d- I've done tournaments, yeah. Last okay. time I competed, though, was 2015. And the interesting thing is I see myself more now. I, I don't really compete now. Mm-hmm. Just because my... My mentality on jiu-jitsu is not one of wanting to be a world champ. Mm, mm-hmm. I learned to appreciate the art from a self-defense aspect and just being able to stay active, mm, right? Because mm-hmm. I'll take rolling around with some guy any day instead of walking on a treadmill, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> grappling, it, so they call it human chess. Mm. The reason why, you know, it, it kind of stimulates you mentally mm-hmm. when you understand jiu-jitsu on a certain level just a just a basic foundational mm. level mm-hmm. it's just a mental stimulant and you just want more and more and more it's a never-ending process of just we're doing it we're learning okay he mm-hmm. taught me out what did i do wrong it's self-improvement mm. it's what it is so yeah and, there, and it's a good thing you, you talk about like it being like chess because it really is i mean especially for like grabbing the wrist is is, is one thing you know or grabbing certain parts of the body especially you mm. know Kind of, there, there was one. Um, I forgot who was watching. I, I want to say it was Cormier, but he was he was talking Daniel. about, yeah, okay. D, DC. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what he was saying, but he was he was talking about how, 
some guys maybe they'll they'll fake you know they'll they'll grab something but they'll fake it <laughs> when they're trying to, to actually draw a reaction to, to draw a reaction yeah and I was thinking that is so crazy that jujitsu is like you know grappling is like that because yeah. you know the you, you hear Joe Rogan especially when doing commentary I mean he talks about it. But he's an advocate for it he's because he's a black belt under Eddie Bravo. He's yeah. been, he was training when jiu-jitsu wasn't necessarily... I mean, it's big now. Everybody yeah. knows jiu-jitsu now. Mm-hmm. But he came from that era where it's kind of like Gracie's and, okay, jiu-jitsu. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe right? Rogan. So, for... I mean, th- to gain interest in that. So, like, that always interested me. Just watching uh, or just listening to the, the way they explain certain things. Like, oh, he's... He's baiting it. You know, he's trying yeah. to draw a reaction over here. Or yeah. he, this is where he wants to be. You know yeah. what I mean? And then if, if you didn't have that commentary, you just think it's just people rolling around. Right, around. right, you know right. What, what are they doing? You know, these, these two, uh, why are they hugging, you know? Yeah, these two guys are, are, are uh, cuddling each other. <laughs> what the heck? So we cu- there, there's a running joke. It's, it's aggressive cuddling. Aggressive cuddling. Or, or aggressive spooning over there. Folding <laughs> you into a pretzel with your clothes on. That's kind of oh, okay. two running memes, Okay. I guess. <laughs> so... so Okay, so so going into um, the aspect of like, you know, going in grappling. Mm. So, you, wh- what's your mentality when you go into it? Like when you're, when, it, it's an art to you. But then when you when you spar with somebody, you know what I mean? What do you? What's your mentality? My mentality now. Back, <laughs> I'll, I'll say back then and then now. Okay. No. So, the reason why jujitsu stuck out to me coming from an MMA perspective is uh it there's a saying right in training Mm. leave your ego at the door um you don't fully understand what that means until somebody who's smaller than you who's less strong with than you can break your arm Mm. or can put you to sleep at will Mm. and you're trying so hard to not get tapped out and that's why so you leave your ego at the door Mm. it it sets up an environment where your only choice is to be humble or quit mm. or, or leave mm. right so i loved it because although i trained mma and there, there's a there's a level of aggressiveness that, that you, ha- you got to be aggressive mm-hmm. to hit somebody in the head mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i'm just i was i was never really that person you know mm. I, I i wanted to train because i wanted to stay active and i wanted to to learn something mm-hmm. but also i wanted to share something with somebody and not have to hurt them mm. so what jiu-jitsu brought to me was the opportunity to train techniques a thousand percent on the mat and mm. I don't actually have to hurt this person. Mm. Right. So it's like you, you really have to experience it. You know, mm. you got to be on the mats. You got to be choked out a few times. And mm-hmm. a lot of the a lot of the fights, you know, there's a lot of people who watch. Oh, just just stand up or just do this and that. But it's real different when you have somebody who's who has a foundation of jujitsu and you're on the ground mm. And it's, he's holding on to you, maybe. Yeah. Like, oh, just rip his arm off. It's not as easy mm. as, as a lot of people think it is. Mm. You know. So just really staying humble, um, staying grounded, and staying open. Staying mm. open to the fact that at any moment anybody could be better than me. Mm. So not to be hot-headed, but just stay level-headed, staying present. Mm. You have to be fully present to see what's going on, you know, and, and being right on the mat. And that's what I love about it the most mm-hmm. is that I can be fully present in this sparring session we call it rolling mm-hmm. when we're rolling i can be fully present and and just it's a freeing feeling i don't really know how to explain it for me it's just it's yeah. freeing, you know i i get what you're saying because like for for me with like learning like boxing and stuff like mm. that it's more of a um 
I, I just respect. I I don't think I want to go into any competitions and right. stuff, but I respect the, the the creativity like you can get with it, or even with jujitsu, the creativity you can get with your your heart, the holds, the it's the art of yeah. it. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. I, it's hard to explain that to people because it's like if you don't <laughs> if if they don't do it, and maybe some people do it for competition. They like competition, which is great. Yeah. Um. But like for me, like I like learning new things. I like being experimental. I mean, I do a set like this. Adventurous, I mean, that, man. That that's experimental. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like I like being adventurous with things. I like learning stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Being it's being analytical, but also just kind of not thinking about it too much. It's more like it's it's there. You know what I mean? And and I can feel the the motion. I can. So then when I when I tell people like, oh yeah, I, I learn certain things like it. Maybe it's not interesting to them, but then for me, it's it's just I don't know. Because you appreciate the technique, yeah, and, and the I knowledge behind it. it, right? I appreciate the 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 technique and the work it it went into doing a technique like that. You mm. know what I mean? Or or to even create something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, there's, and, and you know, just there's just levels to it. Mm. You know, and I think a part of being humble is just there's another part of it where you got to just be thankful. Mm. because there's always going to be somebody who's better than you, but you mm-hmm. learn to just appreciate the journey. A lot of the things in jujitsu, you can translate it to, to, to real life. Mm. You know, it's going to be tough some days. Some days I'm going to get tapped out 10 times, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Mm. What do we learn from it? How do we improve? What do we not do or what do we do next time? Mm. So I'm really like about this whole life thing now. Yeah. You know, we're hitting, I mean, I'm already 30. So yeah. we're hitting that age where it's like, we're not, young and partying but we're not yet old and you know so we're like in that middle ground we're in, we're in such an interesting age right now yeah so i'm appreciating these life lessons lessons and then the connections that i can kind of see that correlate in all the things that i do yeah i i get that because i got i mean for like a, a podcaster like when i started my podcast this is like i i wanted to experience new things especially you wanted to get into the world of like what other people will do and stuff yeah. so even um uh going into um, one of my past episodes, I did one with someone named Samantha Lockwood. Okay. She did hot yoga. Hot so, yoga. You know, I mean, I don't know what that is. What, what's hot yoga? Well, it, you 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 go in or Bikram yoga. Actually, okay. for hers is it was Bikram yoga. So you're in this really hot room. Kelsey did it with me. Okay. We, you're in this really hot room, humid. I think it was 75 percent humidity, something like that. And um, it, it was like it was like Vegas. But if Ve- you're in Vegas like, and the mm, Philippines at the same time. Okay, okay. Super humid, super, super hot. Yeah. And for those of you guys who don't know, yoga is not actually easy. Yeah. To not. hold a pose is, there's muscles that you didn't even know you had mm-hmm. until you're holding that certain pose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And it's crazy because I, I did it, I did the whole session. Yeah. I did the whole session right before I did a podcast with her. Oh right? my goodness. And I actually passed out in the middle of it. Oh my god! Like twenty minutes in, I passed out, and it was like crazy. hydration, or or I I don't know. I well, I was it was sweating a lot, but I I just I what I remember was I I was blinking. Oh this is this is crazy. This is a crazy feeling. I actually really enjoyed this, but <laughs> I was blinking, and I was my blinking started s- slowing down a little bit. Oh my god! And it was um, it was crazy. <laughs> I I was just I had my hands on my hips, and I I started blinking. I looked up at the light, and the light just kind of faded out and i thought it was a long blink but then uh when i woke up i guess i my i tried to open my eyes mm. and i guess my eyes were open but there was nothing it was just black and i was just trying to feel the ground luckily yeah. i didn't fall over okay i just kind of so it was like, a brief moment 
it, I, I don't know how long it was. Well, I was out, I was already out. Okay. But I was like, I guess you know, my my wife was saying I was kind of swaying and oh stuff like that. Oh my god. And I I right before I you know I didn't really fall over. Yeah, I just yeah. kind of heard her voice like the instructor's voice. Yeah. Uh, my friend Sam. She was saying like. Uh, Boss man, boss man, you know, sit, uh. sit down. I was like, okay, okay, okay. Oh my and, god! And I had my eyes open. I felt my eyes open. Yeah. And I, but your I, vision was. My my vision was off. It was wow, it was gone. Wow, dude. And I felt the ground, and then I went like this. I just I just wiped my face. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what the heck just happened? Like my my sight came back and everything. That's so. That's what it's like to be. So we're talking about proper rear naked chokes. Okay. I think this kind of leads into that. Okay. When you get put to sleep. It, you don't f- necessarily feel anything. Mm. That's kind of the... Uh, sim- what you kind of went through was pretty much what happens. That's awesome. I blinked. <laughs> but you also feel... It feels like you took like a six-hour nap. It, it, it kind of felt... Yeah, it felt revitalizing. Right. A little bit, yeah. And, and in regards to getting put to sleep in a, in a, a controlled environment mm-hmm. with the right person and instructor, mm-hmm. it's safe, you know. Uh, and like you said, it feels like you... You're energized after I took a nap. I'm ready yeah. to go. But what happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for me, it was like, uh, well, I, she she was telling me, okay, you know, take a break. You know, yeah. they'll do so much. Drink some water. <laughs> drink some water. Well, I was I was almost out. Oh you know, my with my gosh. hydro flask. Yeah. I should have brought more, honestly. But yeah, um, yeah, it, it was like an hour session, and uh, you know, I I was able to finish it out, which is crazy wow. that I was able to finish it out. I think I lost five pounds from that, just from. Just from you know sweating. So this was in a humid, hot environment. Yeah. So to in do one room. I've done a session of yoga not in that kind of environment, mm. and that's already hard. I think it was in in AC. Mm. So I can't imagine <laughs> what you must have been kind of going through with the humidity, uh, the, the temperature, yeah. and trying to hold poses like. Yeah. But you did it though. Shout out, man. That's hey, just thank crazy. you. <laughs> Yeah, my my wife did way better than me, but yeah, I mean, I think if I could do it, I think anybody could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, like I, I respected yoga, mm. but the thing is, I respected it even more after doing that, just because you know, I was like, wow, that's a new experience. I never experienced that kind of like, oh, I'm about to pass, I'm, I'm passing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never experienced that before. So, the, well, I'm glad you're safe, by the way, too. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't well. fall over and I just full on just. Got a concussion or something yeah, like that. Because I, I was standing up when I fell. Oh my I was falling. Goodness, brother. <laughs> hey, it's a blessing to have you here, man. Hey, I'm glad you're you. safe. I'm glad you're healthy. I think this was bo- this is before we met, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I think this, the, this was... Th- I think this was before. Yeah. Yeah, this was before we met. Okay. So you're good. You're already good, bro. Yeah, I was You just good. came from the gym when I when I met up with you. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. You just came from the gym or something, and I was like, okay. <laughs> we're, we're talking story. Talking story. Yeah, so. see? Like we're doing now, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so talking about experiencing, right? Okay. And and you know, respecting the art. Mm-hmm. Um, would would you mind showing me some? Um, maybe a couple holds. <laughs> I I can hold. I'll hold the mic. Okay. What we might have to move the. We might have to adjust the set a little bit. Well, well, we can. Okay. Okay. Well, we can. Just kind of move the table. Yeah. I'll, if that's what you want to do. I'll, I'll just. Um, because of the camera angles. Or or they they, they can get this one. This one right here, but um, I'll just move this forward, right? Yeah. And then, um, excuse me, guys. Oh yeah, I'm just talking with two mics right here. Okay, so um, I'm next to him now, but you might want to turn that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, my wife. My wife. Yeah. Or maybe we're not editing. Though. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> maybe maybe we are editing. Can we do this? Or, or okay. Okay. So you want to do? Um, let me. Um, sorry for the listeners. You guys, you guys just have to watch the YouTube's. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on the mic, and then Kahi will explain with the other mic. So. But we're doing uh. What, we're doing a rear naked? Yeah, we could do a rear naked. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you know, let me just do it from my knees. I'll just do it this way. Okay. So, generally, when you do a rear naked choke, I, I will try my best to articulate it for the people who are listening. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll articulate how I feel about... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put you to sleep. Just so you know. I'm just gonna no, that's fine. I, I want to... Well, I want to feel, you know... Okay, so... <laughs> a little bit right of now, a... I, I'm, be, I'm behind <laughs> him right now. Uh, first step is we want to be... I'm bringing my right arm... Uh, underneath his chin. Mm-hmm. Right? So the key is here. Okay. Right? Uh, for a real naked choke, it's a blood choke. It could also be a short choke, windpipe choke, but you know, we'll not get too technical. Just just for the standard RNC real naked choke, we want to be right here, mm-hmm. right, nice and comfortable. Yep. Best kind of social distancing right there. You know. This is the best social distancing. <laughs> right. So first step is here. Make sure you tuck down underneath the chin, and I want to say tight. Right. So yep. the camera kind of here because if you if I'm like this. Mm-hmm. And you try to move your head, it's it's kind of, I'm staying kind of nice and, <laughs> yep. and tight to you, right? So, yeah, it's good. So, we're here. Second second part is I want to figure for my arms, right? Mm-hmm. Then I come around the head this way. Palm palm up, right? Here. Okay. So, before I do that, the choke, a lot of people think the choke comes from doing doing this. The choke actually comes from flexing my chest into the Oh, body. okay. Here. So, it's not this motion it's this motion and, and i'll show you so you can feel it so it's not necessarily this motion although you, you could probably still choke somebody out it's that oh okay right? so big okay. difference from this flexing the arm to putting my chest into the choke Interesting. there so <laughs> that's 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 the basic rear naked choke there um because oh, you're you're cutting off string. oh it's that okay that's so the two a, that's carotids a, Okay. So yeah. This side, this carotid here, this side here, right? So mm-hmm. I can also come this way. Same thing, but I'm doing the same motion with my chest. Is I'm flexing my chest and I'm bringing my elbow into my stomach. There. All right. So. That's interesting. That's that's, that's your basic renegade choke. Huh. <laughs> so. Yeah. I kind of want to be put to sleep. No, no, no. I mean. Well, well, I mean, we're gonna end the episode if that happens. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll save that. <laughs> we can, but how about how about a um how about a dark choke? I was I always want to see uh, like a dark choke. Shoot, we're gonna need a little more room for that if you want to. Okay, okay, let's let's do it. So darts, you're gonna have to turn around though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We totally just started training right now. Perfect. Yeah, that's what we do on Compice Guy. We're very experimental, you know. We do whatever we want on this podcast. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna have to go lay on your side. Okay. Lay on your side. Okay. I'll I'll do um. But legs towards me. Okay. Legs towards you. So this is the first time I've ever done jits with a microphone in my hand. Um. So we want to be here. All right. Half guard, right? We got the legs. Okay. Okay. So for those of you guys who don't know, half guard. One leg in, one leg out. Half guard. We're here. Right. For the most part, he's probably gonna be leaning up towards me with his hands up. Right, because you're defending yourself. Okay. Right? Oh so yeah. You're right. Lean towards me. Just right. Bit, right. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have to drop the mic for this. So hopefully the audio comes. You can hold it for me if yeah, you want. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna drop this mic. All right. So, 
generally, this is just a darts from the half guard. You can get darts from a double leg and stuff, but I'll just, I'll just show from the half guard. So I want to be here, and I want to pull this arm across, all right? We'll pull it this way, work around the mic. This arm's going to come this way, and I want to come, and I want to be tight right here, all right? So the detail here is I want to cup the back of his head, okay? Kind of like, I'm just, kinda, I'm just doing this right there. Kind of motion, I guess, like I'm curling. Oh, that's pretty tight. But <laughs> so I'm here. I don't want to be here, right? So this is the this is the uh, the important part is shooting my arm all the way through here. And I know you guys can't see my my bottom part, but my, <laughs> <can hear. laughs> my left my left leg or my left foot I'm gonna block. I'm blocking his his leg. You can feel it because I want to bring this leg out. Oh, I okay? see. So okay. now I'm gonna be here, right? So same thing like the rear naked. I'm gonna figure for my arms this way, all right, here. So I can kind of barely get the choke just because uh, he's a little bit bigger so I can kind of come here this way. Yeah. I know I can finish the choke already. <coughs> See, how does that feel? That's tight. Okay, so there's other details, but just for the basic part, we wanna be here, boom. This hand, right over, boom, hucking into my elbow. I'm gonna come up. Put it right on the back. Then same thing, I can bring, I'm squeezing my chest and my elbow together. <laughs> so that's. Oh, interesting, because I feel yeah. it over here. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But I can come out. Hey, thank ways. you. <laughs> There's other ways to do it, but the beautiful thing about jujitsu, and we can go ahead and uh, fix the set real yeah, quick. We, we can. I gotta be careful with the beer. <laughs> hey, that was fun. I never. That was a fun one. Hey, you should do a jujitsu podcast. There, I think there is one. You know. Well, I mean, like you just do it on. You just. <laughs> you, just okay, so. you, you do the the um, what is that the not the not the Jennifer Lopez or the Britney Spears? You know what I mean? You, you know? think I'm Britney Spears, bro? No. <laughs> no hey, shots to Britney Spears. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, okay, what was I saying? The beautiful thing about jujitsu is that not every move is going to work for everybody mm. because everybody has different body types. Mm -hmm. So just because I could finish a darts on you from that, because you're, you're bigger, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're bulkier, but there's other angles, there's other techniques that I have to apply from somebody who's smaller, who's lengthier. Mm. So jujitsu is, is a beautiful thing because you make it according to you. According mm. to how your body works. Just because I, I can put my leg this way doesn't mean you can put your leg that way. But mm. I'll teach you the foundational move. And then from there, you're going to add your nuances and, and you're going to make it work for you. So it's almost right. like it's, it's, your, it's your canvas. Mm. You know, if, if I'm trying to be so articulate. It's, it's your canvas. Here's your basic skills. And then you kind of just Yeah, you find, you find a way to get there. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like yeah, the, having the result. Yeah, I was, I mean, thank you for doing that. I mean, that... <laughs> Hey, yeah. Hey, shout out to you, bro. Hey, that, you. that's awesome. You know, I, what, what I what I figured out, and, and that's actually gonna make me look at fights a little bit more different. Good. I want to hear your experience of it. Yeah, because um, especially for like dart strokes, because I was thinking, I guess from the half guard, once you put your leg over, I feel like it's game over after that. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, of course, there's other moves. Yeah. Um, there's more advanced stuff, but the dart choke is is more commonly caught from like when they shoot a double leg, right? Okay. So when somebody shoots a double right. leg, their head's here. Yeah. Right? So usually I can either guillotine, 
mm-hmm. which is more common near Dars. Yeah. Or depending where his arm is, if I can get his arm in front of me, like how I had, I had to pull my, your arm in front of me first mm. so I could shoot my arm through. Mm. Right? So jujitsu is more about the position of the other person and how you work around that. Of course, you can, you can uh, muscle it. We call it muscle it. Yeah. You can throw most of the techniques out the window and just be really strong. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's fine, too. It works uh-huh. for people. A lot of wrestlers are really strong, and mm-hmm. it works for them. But I, the true nature of jujitsu, a.k.a. the gentle art, mm-hmm. right, is, is figuring out how to work with what your opponent is giving you. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. if your arm wasn't that way, I could just do a different move. If yeah. something else was happening, I'll just do a different move. And then you get super intricate mm. where there's a move for a move for a move for a move, and that's where it gets right. Like, like like you were saying with the with the double, you know, someone's going for the double, right? You they can, you can go for a guillotine or yeah. you can go for darts, you know. Um, and then if you get the back, you know, there's there's different options. You can start punching them, you know, or <laughs> yeah, you could, in, in MMA or yeah. in the street or in the street, yeah, in the street, you know yeah. what I mean? Or yeah, MMA. I mean, you can start punching them, but then you can go for rear naked. Yeah. Or I mean, if their arm is flailing around, you can go for arm bar. You know yes. I mean? If you they're too I mean? committed to, yeah, posting off of you. Right. I actually did it earlier today in practice. Is it's funny that you mentioned that. Oh, okay. So it's again, it's where your opponent is giving you the openings, mm. not necessarily you're forcing it, or you get to the level where you're setting up certain moves, but it's really. Reaction, reaction, action, setting this up, doing that, doing this. So mm. It's 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 really intricate, mm. I guess, at the highest level. I, I didn't realize, well, one thing I learned from that, I didn't realize how much the, the chest comes into play. Because, you know, when you're doing the choke, I felt the, the chest kind of pushing everything forward, yeah. but then also... But did you feel the difference? So remember how I was kind of saying a lot of people think this is the choke. Yeah, yeah. And it can be. Maybe right. you have big arms and you're really strong. Yeah. But for your average Joe, right, mm-hmm. he's going to have his arms here and this. Did you feel the difference from this yeah. and this? It felt more, it felt like everything. Compressed. It, it felt everything was compressed. Yeah. Which is weird. That was a weird, <laughs> that was a weird feeling. But I, I, I mean, I like, I like learning about that because yeah. that is, you know, it, that it makes me respect that move even more <laughs> because right. I was thinking, you know, it was, it was more the arms, but then yeah, with the, with the chest, it really, I, I could see it's all the blood stronger. Yeah. It, it feels stronger. stronger. Yeah. And I had to give you two examples because I don't think you'd be able to fully see or appreciate mm-hmm. the, the technique done correctly. If I didn't show you the other way, of course there's other ways, but that's just one of the most common ways is like, Oh yeah, just muscle it. Huh. Call this the figure four, right? Because it's a four. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had to show you that kind of common mistake. <laughs> figure four. Compared to... Shout out to Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> but, you know, I had to show you that way and then show you the proper technique. And again, guys, I'm only a purple belt. So my technique might not be flawless for you black belts or brown belts out there or other advanced purple belts. Um, so this is kind of just the foundational mm. teaching of these two moves. Um, just putting a disclaimer out. Hey, you know so. what? Hey, that's another <laughs> Ronald applause right there. You know? hey. hey, thank you, Mr. Kahi. Yeah, so so for like, um, actually, I want to get into belts, right? Because, okay. you know, the, the belt system is a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Very different, actually. Yeah. So how, how does that work? Is it it's based on kind of the, the dojo or how, um, uh, if, if they, they want to progress you or they don't want to progress you, how does that even work? So, well, let's start off with the belt system. Mm -hmm. You have your white belt, blue belt, purple, brown, black. Um, Like you said, it's kind of unique to the dojo. Um, It's really unique to what lineage they fall under if they're going to carry on the way that they were taught. Mm -hmm. 
Um, some people they have like uh, uh, what is it tests? I guess they have kind of tests. Okay, do these do 50 moves or 100 moves? As a blue belt, you should know these moves. So do these moves. Mm. Uh, the way that I kind of lean more towards is that when you're when your sensei, your master, or your coach, whatever you guys prefer mm-hmm. to call uh, the the leader of your gym. He kind of watches you through class. He watches you. He or she watches you progress, and then from there, when they see that you're ready and fit, they can give you stripes. Some people do stripes. Some people just go straight to the next belt. Mm. For the most part, I think it's a striping system. So you have four stripes within each oh, belt. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, so you kind of have like a little, a little accomplishment along the way, you know. But for the most part, it's either gonna be a test or it's gonna be you're ready. Mm. Even if you think you're not ready. When professor says you're ready, you're more likely mm-hmm. ready, right? So, and for for certain moves, do they? I mean, like for for any martial arts, do they do they teach you different holes or applications to it as you progress in the belt, or is it everybody just kind of learns the same thing? So there's your foundational moves, right? Mm-hmm. Your guard, half guard, you know, quarter, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and then there's the advanced moves. Uh, based off of those moves. Mm. So say I'm doing say I'm doing a guard. Okay. So from guard do a guillotine. Okay. Guard do a, a kimura. Guard do a, a bump sweep. Mm. And then from there, you, the higher belts. Okay. Bump sweep into something else. Side guard into something else. Mount into something else. So it's more just moves progressing to different moves. Mm. What do you do if this person's this way? What do you do if this person's facing your back? What do you, so that's kind of the at the higher levels, you know, and you're prepared for almost any situation. Mm. I guess right. Mm-hmm. So. And the interesting, uh, interesting thing about uh, most black belts, or even when you just kind of advance in the art, mm-hmm. you go from learning a hundred moves. Usually, when you hit purple belt, so I'm purple belt now. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn all these moves, and once you hit purple belt, you kind of trim down, uh, in a sense where you know what moves you're not gonna do mm. and what moves don't work best for your body. Mm. And then you kind of, by the time you get black belt, you really have like these two or three moves that you're really good at. Mm. And really good in a sense where I mean, you you, you can hit it on almost anybody. Mm. Unless, you know, you're playing yeah, the, at super high The level. Bruce Lee way, right? Right. You know? One move a thousand times instead of a thousand moves one time. Right. Right. Interesting. <laughs> So, so what, what would you say is your, your go-to, maybe, let's just say? So it depends where I'm at. Okay. So the, in my, where I'm at in my jiu-jitsu journey now is I have a set of moves for different positions. Mm. So, I mean, if we're talking about... So if somebody's in my guard, we'll just start there. Because yeah, guard's okay. the most basic thing, meaning yeah, that full guard, yeah. my leg is wrapped around my opponent. Right. Right. My, my moves that I go to is either going to be an arm bar. Mm-hmm. From the arm bar... When he reacts off of the armbar, I'll shoot the triangle. From the triangle, I'll shoot the omoplata. And you know what's funny is that's the basic sequence that we learn in white belt. Armbar, triangle, omoplata, armbar. And it just clicks with my body. Mm. And that's just kind of what I know what works for me. And I stick to it. True. You're you're a taller guy too, so longer limbs. Longer limbs. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle's good. They have Delaheva guard. They have kind of all these spinning around to the back, but. Longer limbs work if you know how to use them. Mm. But, and I, I don't know if this is fact, but I, I've, I've heard a lot that jujitsu was actually built for the smaller guy. Mm. Meaning that his angles that he has to cut is shorter. Mm. The moves that he has to do is, is a little bit easier to work around longer limbs. Oh, true. Because if he, if he tries to get it around the neck, there's less movement. There's less there's movement. Le- right, right. So, oh, it's, there's so much. I mean, we could spend the whole 
couple of episodes talking about <laughs> jujitsu, but we're just kind of touching on the foundation. But it's a real intricate art, mm. uh, to 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 say the least, I guess. That's that's really fascinating because then it really shows me like um, it really it really gave me a better perspective <laughs> of people in in like they're going into a fight now. Now I'm gonna look at different fights at a different angle, especially for like if they're on the ground. So if someone's in their full guard, half guard, maybe side control. You know what I yeah. mean? It'll it'll show me different things, huh? And there's one detail I highlighted uh, when we when we're doing the dark stroke. Mm. When you felt me put my foot on your leg, and we call it stapling, right? Right. When your leg's in kind of my heel. Yeah. It's 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 something that's kind of like uh, small. It's a small detail, mm. but without that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to bring my other leg out. So feeling that from the bottom, mm. did you feel trapped? I mean, what did it feel like? Yeah, I felt pressure mm. more so. It, it felt. It was harder for me to move or, or scoot out or, right. you know what I mean, do simple things to get out. And a lot of the, the details that people miss, unless you understand it and you're watching a fight, where it's like, okay, his foot's a certain way. Mm-hmm. Or he's facing a certain way. Or mm-hmm. he, his, his arms are here, his legs are there. Mm-hmm. To, to, to the average person who doesn't train, it's kind of just like, okay, just stand up. Okay, just do this. <laughs> yeah. But there's a reason why. Yeah. There's a reason why my arm's here. There, there's a reason why. There's purpose to movements mm-hmm. when you hit a certain level. Uh, and grappling, I guess not just jujitsu. I'm sure that you know, wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that that reminds me of a fight. Um, BJ Penn, I think it was BJ Penn. He did this one. I think it was against Jens Pulver. But oh, back he, in the day, throwback. Yeah, throwback. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the I think the second Jens Pulver fight. But yeah. he he got him in a rear naked, and um, he trapped the arm using yes. his his yes. right leg, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was genius because then you, Jens Pulver. Could only at, at that point he was like okay I only have, right. I can only use one arm. It, it's funny that you bring that up because I'm even at that time, right now uh, these days jujitsu that's a common move you mm-hmm. drop the arm yeah. and and I couldn't I couldn't fully uh, I couldn't fully show that because we weren't laying on the ground there's not too much room here yeah, yeah but so there's a seatbelt grip right we're using a seatbelt kind of how I, I was holding you here right yeah right so the arm trap comes from from this hand if I'm holding you. My hand that's underneath can grab your wrist, right? Oh, grab okay. your left wrist, boom. Oh. It's trapped. What that's going to enable me for do is I'm setting up that my leg can now come over. I'm going to bring my legs together. Now mm. your arm's trapped. Now I can easily get a choke mm. because now I only have to deal with one arm. Mm. Instead of fighting two arms and we're sweating and da, da, da. So if I can lock out one arm, I'm setting up, uh, I guess in regards to chess. I, I'm on step seven, but I got to do... Two, three, four, five, six first. The, yeah, that's set so up. kind of... Yeah. Maybe not seven, maybe three. Step three. I'm yeah, two. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much on that. <laughs> that's the advance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not even there, so... <laughs> oh, no. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> but that, that was the... Um, yeah, that's the... That's getting that set up, that advanced... Like chess. I mean, chess is the same way, so... Uh, yeah. That's great. So, um, let me ask you, because well, you're, you're moving to Vegas, Yeah. right? Are you, do you have a, you have a place in mind that you're going to train at or? So I do. Um, I forgot. I think they're called the Academy or something, but I pretty much just look for whatever school is the closest, especially because mm. I don't have connections like I do here. Um, there's no like sentimental connection either. So I'm just <laughs> like, whatever school is closest to my house, mm. uh, I'm there. Mm. So I did find one. Um, I'm kind of excited, especially because uh, when you train, you really want to put yourself to the test. Mm. The only way to do that is to either do competition or you just go to a different school, train with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because it's a big transition in life, right? I'm not mm-hmm. going to be in Hawaii anymore. 
I'm gonna be in Vegas, and Vegas not aside from the weather, it's not too far off because it's the ninth island. Yeah, we st- there's still Zip- a, Zippies is there? Not yet. I think they're still really? opening. I don't, and I could be wrong. Oh, you guys, we okay. Could, whoever's watching the video, you guys well, can maybe look by it up. the time it comes, it's out probably gonna be open area. <laughs> maybe it's open. I don't know. I know that they are planning to open one. Yeah, uh, up there. So there's definitely a big Hawaii influence at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, a lot of people know somebody or are themselves moving to Vegas mm. and uh, just something to kind of experience, you know, experience, experience the growth. And yeah. All that, so, yeah. And it, it's nice to, to train at a different dojo. You get different ex- um, which, a perspective, yeah. especially for like different opponents, too, because then you'll you, you get a better feel of like, like, OK, maybe this this will work on this person. This one, like you were saying before, you know, like different. Different holds work on different sizes. Yeah, and, and the great thing is everybody has something to offer. Yeah. Whether it's your first time on the mat or your or thousandth time on the mat. Mm. Everybody has something to offer you if you're if you're open to, to seeing that. Mm. You know, because even though, uh, you know, I'll, I'll roll with a white belt and maybe I can easily do some moves, but there's always going to be something that I can learn mm. from a roll. Mm. You know, whether it's am I doing, doing, am I doing this, am I doing that? How can I improve here? There's always something there mm. for you to pick up. Oh. <laughs> cheers, bro. Cheers. That, was that a cheers moment? That's a cheers <laughs> moment. Okay. So crazy. <laughs> so I want to touch about this because I, I don't think I've asked you, but okay. wh- why are you moving to Vegas? Uh, so kind of it's just what I was saying earlier. I, I lived here my whole life. Born and raised in Hawaii. I mean, I, I just want to experience something different. Mm. and more so I want to see how I show up in life mm. you know because I know how I show up here I'm, I'm comfortable here I can yeah. just hang out with you know got all my friends you know we can just kind of go pahana whatever but <laughs> yeah. I, I want to I'm all about self-growth now mm. right I want to put myself in an environment where it's not too extreme it's still Vegas I can you know got some aunties and uncles out there but yeah. I'm in a place where I can't just hit up the boys and be like oh yeah come my house drink down the road you know yeah. I can't do that I, I have to figure out how to make life work and how to be the best that I can be in the environment that I'm in. Mm. And it's really just about self-growth, really. Oh. That's what it is. And of course, if it doesn't work, I can come back home. But to really be there is what I'm interested in. <laughs> that's a good challenge. Because, yeah. I mean, you're in a different environment. I, I always told my wife that I really want to move like Seattle and stuff like that. Seattle's nice. Um, actually, the, the last time I visited Seattle... Made me realize I wanted to live kind of on the outskirts of Seattle. Oh, okay, not in the by the Ferris wheel and Pike's Place. And yeah, all the hustle and bustle downtown. I mean, there's a lot of um, a, a lot of it is like downtown Honolulu. So mm. you know, you you don't really have to like get the a close car. Buildings you, and all you that. You can just walk everywhere. Yeah. Um, but like on the outskirts is is more. It, it made me feel like you know Keolu Hills and stuff like that. Okay. More on those those other environments. So that's one one thing I learned from our last trip, but. You know, yeah. When you when you live outside of a place that you've you've been your whole life, I mean, it's it's a different environment. Making new friends, yeah. Um, just meeting new people, opportunities. I mean, opportunities are are everywhere, but especially in the mainland because there's <laughs> it's so different. There's just so it's just so different. You know, it's a different environment. So, yeah. There's that's a great challenge. Yeah, and I've I, I was such a. It's a meme now. Uh, I'm going to say island boy, but every time we say island boy, you know, it's a meme now. But before that, I was such an island boy. Like, I'm good. I'm going to stay in Hawaii. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm going to just chill. Like, but what opened my eyes is, uh, you know, after my grandma passed away, I traveled. 
I went to Utah. I've experienced such a different culture, and it wasn't everything that uh, that I thought it was. Mm. You know, we're like, oh, the Hollies, and they all, like it's it's not that. <laughs> it's really yeah. not that, you know. And uh. that's kind of what like just I guess piqued my interest. Uh. Like, hey, what else is here? Hey, there's there's all these things that I thought was gonna be wasn't actually it. Mm. You know, and aside from the fact that there's so much room and there's so much space and there's so much things to do, it's like okay, I, I'm going to be this person who grew up in Hawaii, but I also want to see what I become if I just go out there and, and, and try to do yeah. something, you know, so. <laughs> this is a very growing episode, actually. This is all about growth. And, that, and that's what I'm about, you yeah. know. That's I'm really just about self-improvement, mm. you know, not really uh, worrying too much about others, just kind of, again, going back to what I said earlier about just what, what value can I provide mm. with the people that I come in contact with, with, whatever i do mm. you know how can i bring value because i know that we have one life yeah and you know it's it's a it's kind of a, a just a saying oh yeah you got one life but like i really take that to heart because mm. i know uh i understand how valuable life is mm-hmm. you know we got one we got one life you know so be the best and like just do the best you can with it yeah definitely <laughs> so just to kind of wrap things up yep. especially for i mean this will be released in january mm-hmm. um what kind of growth are you looking forward to in, in 2022? I mean, what are we, what are we doing here? That's a great question. Um, so I'm actually re-enrolling uh, in college to finish. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so oh, I'm I, really happy about that. <laughs> so there's only like maybe one, one or two people I could be wrong in my family who actually got a college degree. Mm. Um, so one of my biggest goals is to go and get educated um, and finish my degree in a uh, business finance and management mm. uh, we didn't really talk about stocks we'll probably talk about that later yeah, so i do have yeah. experience <laughs> day trading and that. investing and all that but uh, there, there's a saying that i use for my life is is that uh, i'm a jack of all trades master of none mm. meaning that I've, I've done a lot of things but i didn't necessarily master one thing mm-hmm. but i'm trying to use that to serve me now mm-hmm. you know going back to school finishing the degree um going back to uh the workplace Mm-hmm. So I haven't worked in the last three years because I've been investing and trading, but mm. it's something that I feel that if I'm going to be in a new environment, the best way to get out there in the community is to go work, mm. right? Go get paid, go out, go do something. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, so returning back to the workplace, um, I'm a new dad, right? Yeah. So you guys didn't know I'm a new dad. Uh, my daughter is four months old. So that's already a journey in itself. Uh, becoming oh, yeah. a better husband. There, there's a lot. There's a lot, but those are the four main things that I'm working on. Uh, I'm also thinking about removing my tattoos. Really? And after I get my degree, wow, trying to enlist uh, in the Air Force as an officer. It's not a guarantee because there's a lot of wow. uh, competition out that's, there, but just trying it. That's pretty big. You know, so <laughs> I've I've definitely planned the next five years and what I want it to look like, um, and just going breaking it down into smaller steps like jujitsu. Yeah. Right? Step seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. So. <laughs> that's awesome yeah. that's incredible why wow, I, I didn't even know you were gonna you're thinking about removing the tattoos that's pretty awesome yeah it's it's kind of big you know so <laughs> listeners i got i got <laughs> finger tattoos i got hand tattoos and i have a tattoo on my neck and uh those ones gotta go if if i'm gonna even i can't even take the asvab mm. if i have the tattoos so mm, mm-hmm. it's a step that i'm willing to take uh and i'm gonna actually vlog the whole journey oh um, that's awesome on my youtube channel i don't have I don't know what I'm going to brand it yet, so I'm not going to promote it. Yeah. Um, but I will be vlogging the whole journey from when we get to Vegas in January. 
Okay, let me know so I can, <laughs> yeah, I can shout bro. it out. But yeah, bro. Oh man, this is, <laughs> dude, I'm super happy for you, man. I'm super happy about what's in store for you. Mm. You know, especially. I mean, it it it's all it's all a growing journey. I I agree to that because for for what I'm doing, I don't even know what's gonna happen tomorrow. But I'm always yeah. I'm always thinking about like, oh man, I'm I'm so excited about what's gonna happen today and. Right. tomorrow and i don't even have to think about like what other people are doing especially for like podcasters or even content creators it's just like i'm enjoying what i'm doing now you know especially here i'm enjoying it and um whether or not i move to the mainland or whatever it's, it's yeah it's still i feel like i'm progressing and i'm happy that <laughs> what you're doing is is really progressing i think that's pretty awesome well it's a real skill uh to learn how to balance being present and being uh, planning your future yeah you know i kind of get lost in being too caught up in the future too caught up in the past but to to really master being present and planning the future is 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 a real good skill to mm-hmm. have so yeah to, to master being content but also looking for staying to motivated staying motivated hungry that's that's something that a lot of people have i i feel like i have trouble with you know mm. what i mean because it's either they want more or they're so satisfied with what they have they don't want to pursue other things you know yeah yeah it's never enough it's never enough yeah and i like that mentality because i i feel like we click on that where it's just like it's we we have everything we need but we still want more but it's it's like we don't need we don't need more we just want to we just want to see what else is there yeah it's because of social media man we're all connected (laughs) we can see what so-and-so has and it's like wait how come i can't have that you know so it's true it's really uh you really got to master yourself mm. especially mm. in the world we live in now so mm. that's what i'm practicing that is <laughs> so cool man <laughs> kahi i i can't thank you enough for coming here and and talking with me and i hope people learn something this was an educational episode too right i i hope that i provided value for somebody out there yeah you know I mean, people learn about different holds. We we never had um, <laughs> that kind of podcast, but I'm happy because I like I like doing experimental Variety, stuff. I yeah. like I like changing it up, you know. Especially yeah. especially this is filmed, so yeah. people gotta see something. You yeah. know what I mean, I think that's good. It's it's uh, really awesome to be here. It's this has been two years in the making. Yeah, <laughs> two and, years. You know, aside from everything, it's just it's, it's awesome to be your friend. Yeah, uh, and just to just be involved in your life. It's it's a blessing for me. So. Yeah, and and to be able to connect with someone like yourself, I mean, I'm I'm very thankful to connect with you as well as your your wife. So, and I'm really happy for um, your new baby. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even cover that, but that's I okay. mean, that that's a hu- that was a huge part. I of feel your- like we can have a bunch of different episodes. That's later true. On, so. There's so much more to cover. I feel like it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. That's yeah. awesome. I think that's that's the beauty of podcasting, right? You yeah. can't just sum up everyone's life in one episode. Yeah, honestly. Right. So. I, I hope people found value in this episode and especially, you know, with the holds. I mean, if people, if people learn something, <laughs> hey, it's not all in the arm. You got to use the chest. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go trying it on your friends. Yeah, please. Don't, <laughs> please don't do that. I mean, if you want to try it at home, just try with a pillow. Okay? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Or sign the waiver and, <laughs> and show up to class in a, in a controlled environment. Don't, don't drink it. Yeah. Don't drink too. Yeah. Don't do that either. You know, um, leave your ego at the door. Yes. You know Amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what we like to do in Kampai Sugai is we like to cheers at the end. So, okay. if you're at home, I want you guys to raise your glass. 
And um, this is to you, Kahi. This is to a great 2022 with everything you're doing. I mean, going back to school, that's that's pretty amazing. I, 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 I didn't even know that. That was that's pretty amazing. <laughs> and moving your tattoos, which is a huge thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, going back into the workforce, which is just honestly, it's pretty scary. Yeah. Because it's a different lifestyle, but returning, yeah, returning. Mm. You know, so um, this is. To everything that's gonna go on in 2022 ups and downs but i think you're gonna come out on top because you got that mentality and mm. you got that heart to push through you know and i can't wait to go visit you in vegas dude <laughs> i hope you do man i'm excited for yeah, it <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna gamble <laughs> <laughs> yes and that's another episode that's gambling. another episode we, yeah. we couldn't do it right now but i i think we have enough for here <laughs> yeah, i'll give them a teaser i was a high roller gambler. Oh, there so there you that's, go. there's your teaser there's a Keep teaser yeah yeah <laughs> We'll have you on again, but thank you, brother, for, for joining us. Appreciate it. It's a blessing to be here, man. <laughs> Kampai. Kampai. Salute. Salute.